0: Yeah, so have you thought about some questions to ask?
1: Uh, not really, man. Just uh, just coming on here, just uh, having a conversation with you.
0: Hey, so this is actually the part of the podcast where I play the introduction so you know what the podcast is about. But since you heard Chunk that he didn't bring any kind of questions, we couldn't do it in the way of how I meant the interview to go. And what was basically the structure of the the interview that I intended and therefore I guess uh, this will be a good example on what can happen if the interview does not continue in the way you expected it to go Uh, so yeah I guess uh, let's see how it goes and at the end I will have some uh, comments and reflections on the whole episode let's start
1: well, yo, man. Well, uh, do you want to go ahead and lead, lead the podcast?
0: Uh, yeah. So let me ask uh, with the first question, instead of uh, basically defining you or introducing you, I would like you to introduce yourself. So my first question for you would be like, who are you?
1: Who am I? That's a, that's a pretty deep question. It can be taken a lot of ways, but I guess like at the very core of it, I'm just a uh, i'm just a dude man i'm just uh, i'm just one human being just one man trying to you know make the world a better place just got a lot of passion projects but uh at the end of the day i'm just uh, i'm just a dude what about you
0: um i always try to answer my questions based on the answers uh that the guests are talking so in a way i guess aren't we all just some kind of people who are trying to find um a purpose in life, happiness, something to actually make the life worth it. I guess this is a way that any person, I guess, would could describe themselves, that nobody is actually extraordinary in some way that would be uh, superhuman or something like that, because even people who are like masters at some skills, Uh, They're like still humans, they still do the basic human needs, and they live their life, still eat, drink, sleep, and do all of these kind of things, and I believe that all people have some kind of ideas or uh, desires, or something that they enjoy, and I guess we're just all humans living a life, and that would be something that... Connects us all in a way. Uh, even though we may seem uh, and look at other people and be jealous about some things they do have or don't don't have, maybe some put people on pedestals or think of them very low. In a way, uh, we're all humans, and uh, this is something that uh, connects us all. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I guess I would uh, ask you, like, is there any question that you have been thinking about the answer that you, you couldn't really find out? Like, what could the answer for this question be?
1: Any questions that I have that I can't find the answers for? Well, uh, Marty, like, I guess for me, I don't really worry too much about things that I can't, um, figure out. Right. So the way that I live my life, um, And you maybe, uh, maybe you view it similarly, but the way that I view my life is that I don't focus on things that I can't control. I don't focus on things that you can't find an answer for, right? Um, And that kind of goes into truth and it kind of goes into facts. Just because you have factual information doesn't mean something is true. It just means it's more truthful, you know? It's like uh, everything in life, it's really just observations and perspectives, in my opinion. So I don't worry to myself too much with um just trying to find, you know, like answers to questions. It's like, if I can't find an answer to a question, I don't focus on the question. I just focus on the things that I can focus on, you know, I focus on living my life. What about you, man? Is there a question that uh, you can't find the answer to?
0: I guess if I should take it from very literal point of view, uh, I guess I couldn't find a question that you would ask me in a way. Uh, so... I guess this is also an interesting opportunity uh, if because uh, when you came in here, you said that you don't have any particular questions and i explained it in a way that you don't really focus on uh, the questions and answers that much because in a way it's more important to actually uh, live life and if you get too much stuck on some question or answer that you just try to move on and live. Uh, Is this what you meant by? uh... Like can you repeat that? Uh, that if that you are not as focused on answering questions and that if there is a question that you cannot find answer you try to move on and uh, not be focused on the question as much
1: Uh, uh, i don't know if i'm quite following that um can you say that one more time
0: You said that there is uh, there is no question that you would uh, be focusing on that you you could not find an answer to that you try to rather focus on something else to uh, live your life Mm -hmm. so what would be uh the things that you are focusing on right now Let, let me ask you it this way
1: what am i focusing on right now uh number one goal is just to focus on my youtube channel Um, I have a lot of things that I want to do, but first I have to be able to quit my job and uh, be able to fund my passion projects. So first right now, I'm focused on my YouTube channel and focusing on um, helping out like uh, my students right now. Of course, you're one of them. Just uh, helping out um, the people that I'm currently working with um, before I sign any more clients, just focusing on building out the course. Yeah. What about you, man? What are you focusing on right now?
0: Uh, I've been focusing on Many kind of different things. So one was also my YouTube channel where I do on this kind of uh, vlogs every single day. Then I'm starting this kind of podcast to actually start communicating more with others and be engaged in like this online environment. Because that was actually one advice uh, that you gave me uh, during our uh, discovery call that we had together. But in a way, uh, if you really want to find uh, your partner or people that you will get along with, friends, and these kind of things. You need to put yourself out of the world. And even though I'm not very uh, outgoing person in a way that I would go out and do activities externally, I'm more focused on the online environment. I guess you gave me this advice that still there is basically online communities and these kind of things where I can be more engaged in. So therefore, I thought that maybe even starting a podcast and interviewing people uh could be a way to get to more know people maybe get engaged in the communities yeah. or maybe just have uh, some kind of chats and yeah. uh, not be too serious about it because in a way i think that it's easier to ed- ed- actually ask someone like hey would you like to do an interview with me where do you I have this kind of podcast. We can talk about things that kind of like that. Instead, if I just came to them and said, like, hey, do you want to chat? I think that if you put a meaning towards the thing, the things you're doing, I believe uh, people will be more uh, accepting or uh, something like this towards uh, the things you're inviting them towards. Like if you give them uh, some kind of reason that kind of makes sense.
1: Let me, um, okay, so I kind, I kind of see, so you're kind of using this podcast to kind of develop your social skills?
0: Uh, also, yeah, and connect oh, to, with others.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so first of all, uh, Marty, I'm very proud of you. Good job on taking the advice. Very proud of you. Um, very proud of you for going all the way out to make a podcast. Now, um, like, let me ask you, how was your call? You had a call with Gabriel, right? An interview? Yes. How did that
0: go? I think it went uh, quite well, uh, but I guess there are different kind of perspectives of how we could look at it. Now, if we look at it from the content point of view, then we had some very good discussions on uh, philosophy and uh, values and ethics. So it was very kind of intellectual kind of conversation, which some mm-hmm. people may like and some people may not like as much because people like different kind of things when it comes to the technological kind of perspective, uh, then there were some kind of issues with the quality of the recording. It is why right now we're trying uh, something different uh, to increase the quality. Uh, and when it comes to the purpose of connecting more with people, I guess that uh, this may not have been uh, fulfilled as much since I already knew Gabriel and therefore talking with him was not my first interaction or something uh, that I could say that I kind of connected to more new people or something like... in this kind of sense. So that is why I guess that uh, for example with you I would consider it more as connecting more with others since I met you only uh, like a week ago maybe. I found out about your channel and then we had a few days ago the discovery call. Yeah. So I see still some kind of uh, progress forward.
1: Got you. Well, how about this, right? So, um, so this podcast that you have here, ask me, ask you. Um, I, I think it's a good start, and I think it's great for uh, building social skills. Um, so good job on that for taking initiative. If you want, I think, I think because really what you're kind of, from what you were saying earlier, you're kind of trying to build your social skills, right? Um do you want me to give you my feedback on like um, like some things that I think that you could uh, like take advantage of or like um, like advice that I think would really help you to push this podcast forward or kind of develop it?
0: Uh, sure. So let me uh, know what would be your feedback.
1: Yeah. So, and this comes from uh, like, cause I've been doing like quite a few interviews when it comes to um, just social skills and stuff like that. Something you always have to remember: it's not about what's in it for you, right? So if you think about, you know, the discovery call that you and I had, um, I didn't really spend a lot of the time talking about my stuff. I didn't even really spend time trying to sell you on my course, right? And I didn't try to press you into it or anything. You kind of just bought it, right? The goal isn't, you know, to sell you on my products. The goal isn't to, you know, sell you on me. The goal isn't to tell you about me. The goal is to learn more about you and to see if I can help you. Um, and that's kind of the way that I approach my interviews and the way that I approach my social conversations. It's about um, if you want to be what's called, you know, if you want to be interesting, right? If you want to be an interesting person, if you want to have people like you, you have to do more for other people, right? So you have to be interested in other people. Now, when you're having conversations, it's not going to be 50, 50 especially if you're doing interviews with a podcast. Um, just unless you're, um, at like a really, unless you hit a very s- specific niche or unless you are like at a very big subscriber base, um, a lot of people, like, uh, a lot of people, especially like bigger channels, they just, they won't come on your uh, podcast and ask you questions, um, or like come prepared with questions. And that's not to, uh, like issue or anything, right. That's just to help you. Um, cause I've, you know, I've messaged people and I was like, Hey, uh, can you give me a shout out? Stuff like that. Nobody cared about, you know, like me or my goals until I started, you know, promoting them, right? So uh, one thing that I, uh, like, if you if you want my help with like, you know, like kind of telling you the stuff that I've learned about podcasts, I can definitely help you with that. But like, um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, right, because obviously I think that you also want to grow your channel and you want to grow your social skills and, you know, get more into social communities. Awesome. Focus not... Like, don't even like, don't even think about you. Like, don't even think about your, your stuff, your goals, your ambitions. Don't even think about that. Okay. And I'm, I'm not trying to diss you. Right. It's the same thing. You can watch my interviews. Like, uh, like the worst interviews were the ones in the beginning when I was trying to talk about myself. Right. Uh, you can see kind of the like chronological order, how my interviews got better. Like the more recent ones, I, I talk less about myself and talk about them. Right. Focus on them and what they're, they can bring to your audience. Right. So how many subscribers do you have right now?
0: I think like uh, twenty five on my main and uh, on the podcast like uh, it just started so. Got you. All Not right, much. so you
1: had like twenty five on your main, so you can reach out to people. But like, hey, I love what you're doing with X Y Z, um, or I love what you're doing in the MBTI community. Um, recently, I was interviewed by Nina Graviel of Rational Typology. I'd love to interview you as well and uh, share your story, um, uh, your story and uh, your expertise with my small but growing audience on YouTube. Uh, on my podcast ask me ask you or something like that Um, and then people and then give you an opportunity to promote your services as well Um, and that that right there will give you an amazing opportunity to have a lot of people um, from the MBTI community especially smaller channels they'll want to work with you they'll want to hop on your podcast because there's something in it for them like, I'm going to be honest with you, most people on the internet, like most people in life, they don't care about you, right? They don't, they don't really care about helping you, right? They just want to know what's in it for them. So if you can phrase it that way, and you just focus on, you know, give, 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 then they will start to like you, right? It sounds super weird. It's not like nice guy stuff. It's this is just like, it comes like it goes into um, so many books that talk about this with social skills. But if you want people to be interested in you, you have to be interested in them and really like show that. So really like, what can you do to serve somebody else? Like those people, like if you look at the billionaires, like the richest people in the world are the people that help, help, help as much as possible. So like, um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, you trying to promote me and rather, um, it it can be like, you know, asking questions, uh, like, like me or whoever your guest is, right? And be like, hey, I want to share your expertise or your story with my audience. And then in that, you can then go ahead and uh, what you can do. From there, you can go ahead and start, um, what is it? You can you can pitch in some of your stuff during the conversation. You know, they'll ask a question. Um, you know, you ask them a question, then they ask a question. You know, it just, it kind of happens, right? It just, and this happens, it's not like a, conversations conversations, um, and I know that you're an INTJ, so like the communication style, I, I guess like that might be a factor. But when you're dealing with people who aren't INTJs, it's going to be a little bit more faster paced, like uh, in the way that they talk um, and stuff like that. Um, and you can definitely have deep conversations, um, but it's just it's one of those things where, like communication patterns, you'll have to learn as you go. You know what I mean? Like uh, you can see in my interviews; like most of them are unedited, so. Like uh, you can definitely see how I started to uh, get more confident. And so it's like, you can see in the beginning how I was kind of just focused on promoting myself. Um, and those interviews did not go well.
0: Okay. So I, that's, I, I don't uh, know if that
1: helps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of great adv- advice. So thing is I wanted to, well, when it comes to podcasts or something that you're creating or YouTube channel or something, I guess there needs to be some idea behind it, something that defines what it is about. It cannot be just random stuff all over the place. And one of the things that I didn't really want is to niche down on any specific particular topic. So this is why I was looking at it from the perspective that maybe if I create this thing that the podcast is about, it's not about the topic itself, but more of like the form of it, um, that's from where the idea uh, Ask Me, Ask You came, that it will not be about the specific kind of topic uh, that will be uh, discussed, but it will be about the format that I ask you a question, you you ask me a question, we answer the uh, question, see if our answers are the same or different, maybe uh, you have something that you would like to ask someone, but uh, and you're curious about the answer and uh, things like these, so that was basically the idea. Okay. Like what, what would you have to say about this?
1: I think it's a, I think it's a, I mean, I think it's interesting. I think it could definitely work. Um, so like the, the format, so it's like, um, okay. What, what we would have to like uh, think about is how do we work? Right? So obviously you have the idea and I think it's a good idea, but how do you communicate that idea To potential interview like potential guests right so like how do how would you word that
0: uh the way of how i phrase this is uh, that it's an interview with a twist where the guest asks half of the questions uh in a way that they can bring their own questions because in a way it's not only about providing answers sometimes in fact asking a really good question is what creates a great discussions. So therefore, if other people, those that I invite, could actually bring the great questions uh, that they figure out from other uh, the passion that they're doing or their expertise, then that has a better potential to actually start a good discussion rather than me coming up with all of the questions they think that may be good Conversation starters, but since I am not actually the one who is expert in the topics, because that is why I'm inviting the other person, uh, then I wanted to give them this kind of opportunity to actually participate in creating the questions themselves.
1: Okay, so the thing about that, right, um, I mean, I I think it's definitely doable. I think it's definitely doable. The problem is that I think you're going to have a lot of trouble getting people on your podcast or to even come up with questions. Because right? it kind of goes into what I was saying earlier, you know, like, like a lot of like, I mean, because think about it, right? You're, you're still starting off your YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, if you keep doing, if you keep building your YouTube channel, I think you'd go very far. But the fact still remains, you know, like you're not going to get a lot of people on your podcast um, if they have to do half of the work. Most people, like I'll tell you right now, most people aren't going to do the work. And I mean, you know, Gable knew you, I, I knew you personally. So it's like, most people won't, they won't come on your podcast, especially if they have to do half of the work, they don't want to.
0: Okay. So you're viewing it more from the perspective that actually asking the questions is doing a work and that it's easier just to come and answer my questions. That's what you're trying to say.
1: That's what most people, I would say most people. Yeah. Like if, if somebody had to like come on your podcast um it's just that and bring their own questions um to ask you like it's just it would it would be a lot of work for them but like if you treated it like a like a conversation right if it's just a conversation like naturally there's gonna be they're gonna ask you questions right it's it's just conversation that's why my interviews i call them conversational interviews because we're having conversations back and forth but um if it's like a podcast like where the it's in the way that you word it um i would be very careful in the way that you word it um Because if you think about it, right, if somebody has to hop on your podcast and they have to bring in 50% of the questions, they're not going to do it. Like most people won't, especially people that are far bigger than me. Like right now, I only have like 500 something subscribers, but people that have like 20, 30, 40, 50,000 subscribers, they're not going to come on to a smaller channel that's still starting off. They just don't have the time. You know, and I, I mean that in complete respect, you know, I'm like trying to help you out. Yeah,
0: sure. So what would be actually uh, your advice for this? Like, should I just go with the standard kind of form of interviews that I invite them to come to talk about, or I find something interesting about a person, about what they're doing and like, Hey, I would like you to share this with my audience, which actually doesn't Mm -hmm. actually exist uh, right now. Like, would you want to come and talk about uh, your expertise or passions? And then i would basically be asking them questions that i believe would be able for them to provide some interesting answers or something like this
1: yeah yeah i mean that's how most podcasts are and that's why most podcasts are built that way is kind of because it just works but so here's how i would do it right and uh, uh first off props to you for being able to take advice very very proud of you for that um and constructive criticism so what i would recommend is like like I was saying earlier, focus on not what can somebody else do for you, rather what can you do for somebody else um, and kind of frame it that way. And when you do that, because remember, these people that have subscribers more bigger than I, much more busier than I, right? Uh, And I'm already like super busy. People that have 50, I don't know, like if you've reached out to bigger channels, like have you reached out to any other channels? Uh, Not yet. Okay. Like channels that, are you planning on like reaching out to channels
0: that have like 20,000 subscribers plus first? I also, I had in mind to actually start to ask, uh, small channels and mm-hmm. then maybe uh, grow from there instead of going straight to the big guys, because I guess uh, they're busy and they're not as interested or cannot even gain that much from, and they yeah. usually also have many people interested in them talking uh, on their stuff. So yeah. That was my strategy.
1: So this is a this is a quick uh, strategy that I can give you right off the bat. This is just off the cuff, right? Uh, and this kind of kind of plays into kind of like a little bit of my strategy. What you can do um, is frame it around, like try to have like a noble goal, right? So if it's just if, if it's just come on my podcast so you can help me build my audience, nobody's gonna do that. Like i I've, I've tried that, right? I've asked people to give me a shout out, nobody they don't care. However, when you frame it around, you know, come on my podcast towards so you can help me towards a noble goal, and I'll give you an opportunity to promote your services to my growing small but growing audience. When you frame it around that, people are like, oh, if I just come on here, I talk about what I want to talk about, talk about myself, answer my, answer these questions. And then one day I might get business or more subscribers as his channel grows. Right. Um, so you have, you have to have like a noble goal. Now my noble goal, um, I kind of developed it over time, but it's to teach healthy dating in the modern age. But with my pot, with my interviews, it's not a podcast yet. Right. So I have like four podcasts that I'm working on right now. I've got a lot of things that I'm doing. Um, but uh, so my noble goal is teaching healthy dating in modern age, helping young men develop healthy relationships with beautiful women of character, but also with um, my interviews, it's, it's also to learn from others and promote them, but also to teach social skills, right? That's why a lot of my interviews are unedited, um, and I edit them if my guest wants, but it's unedited for the most part, so it, it shows them, hey, this is behind the scenes, this is what people are actually like, because the podcast is very intimate, right? it's kind of like you're flying the way up the wall and you're listening to a conversation. So one thing you could do is like, you know, I'm working on developing my social skills and it, it takes a lot of confidence to admit that, right? It takes a lot of confidence. Not most people can say that, but I'm currently working on developing my social skills and I'm helping others as well. Um, and I'd love to have you on my podcast, um, building social skills to just have a conversation or, or uh, building conversations, just to um, just to have a conversational interview with me uh, to where you know I'll share your story and your life uh, and just your expertise with my audience in a conversational style uh, format to where we're kind of teaching social skills along the way, because I think a lot of people need to learn social skills, something like that. A lot of people are going to want to help people in general but if you just come around it's like hey come on my podcast to help me it, it feels kind of too beggy ish you know it's like i'm not saying that you're a beggar that's not what i'm saying at all but like it, it just people won't do that you know but if it's if it's like a noble goal then like oftentimes people will help you know
0: yeah i guess so if, if, if that makes actually, sense yeah it was actually one of the things that got me interested about you, that you have managed to develop this kind of very clear message uh, and what you're trying to achieve. And I guess I've been struggling with that for a very long time to actually focus down on something uh, and make it this specific, uh, because I saw basically uh, even the response on your channel where people are supporting you just because of your message, like they're they're commenting just Hey, I, I'm just commenting just to help the algorithm promote you. Yeah. And I guess like, what would be your best advice or maybe story of how you actually went on to develop this kind of clear message and for me? Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So what, what is my best? So like, kind of like, uh, like, it's like, help you like, maybe figure out how to come up with your own story or like your own like clear message. You
0: mean I'm interested in uh, how you uh, you came to it so that maybe I can see some patterns that I may may be able to apply to my, towards myself.
1: Okay. So, um, number one, um, one thing that I always prioritize, um, above all things, uh, it's really important to me is authenticity. I don't like to be fake. That's why a lot of my videos are, are unedited, but I'm going to have to start editing them, unfortunately, because everybody's like, edit, edit, edit. But, um, so. What I would recommend, like, ever since I was a kid, right? I used to be super insecure, so um, I literally have every every single disadvantage stacked against me. Uh you know, like, uh, I'm short, I'm Asian, and Asian men statistically are at the bottom of the f- dating food poll. Um, you know, I was always bullied when I was a kid, people told me I, I was too Asian, people uh, told me, you know, like, I had squinty eyes and all that, right? all the racism, all the stuff. Um, but then I had a lot of family issues at home as well, and then with poverty and all that terrible, terrible stuff. But what I, what I, you know, what I always wanted when I was a kid was a girlfriend, right? I always wanted a relationship because when I was a kid, um, I didn't have, you know, good parents, um, and I didn't have, you know, um, like friends. So I was always extremely lonely. So I started to watch rom-coms, right? Romantic comedies. I started to get addicted to things like how I met your mother and stuff like that. And as a result of that, um, I just wanted, I really wanted to have love. I just, I, I just felt so lonely, and as a result of that, I started to learn seduction and I started to learn how to, you know, attract women and all that. And I figured out, you know, how to do it. I basically, I kind of came obsessed with, you know, like being in a relationship. I was more obsessed with the idea of being in a relationship than actually loving somebody, right? Because I just, I didn't want to be lonely. And I noticed over time, as the years passed, I kept talking about the same stuff all, all over, over over and over again. Some people talk about trucks, some people talk about, you know, like, uh, guns some people talk about you know sports I was talking about girls because I was just constantly thinking about girls you know and uh a lot of guys won't admit that but uh eventually one day I had a um I had a sit-down conversation with uh, two entrepreneurial friends um and uh like one of the one one of the guys he's a he's a salesperson for um for a guy who makes uh, well over five hundred thousand dollars a month so we're talking like very high level people um, and uh and the other guy, he's working with like in golf, like so very high level people. And they were like, Chung, you literally always talk about girls. Have you ever thought about being a dating and relationships coach? And I was like, wait, that's kind of smart. So then from there, I was like, damn, it, because I know how to do it. I have the proof to back it up. I have all the receipts that, you know, I, I can back up everything that I say, but it's like, I was able to succeed in my dating life, but because statistically speaking, I should not have been able to succeed. If I say that something works, or if I teach what I did, it can help other people because this isn't like a, the stuff that I went through, it's not like a one month transformation. This is over the course of like well over eight years of research, um, experience, you know, limiting beliefs, overcoming a ton of stuff. But basically I just looked at, you know, who, who was I when I was younger? Because that is who I can help. And that is who I can make videos or like podcasts for, right? So I have multiple podcasts that I'm working on right now. The first one is called the Healthy Dating Podcast. The second one is called uh, Good Father's Necessary. The third one is called, um, what is it called? Performing Education. Uh, and the, the fourth one, I won't tell you about yet. Um, but like I have multiple podcasts and every single podcast, every single YouTube channel that I'm working on, every single company that I'm building, because I'm building more than just AMQF. Every single one is designed to help younger me. So it's like the guy that was insecure, the guy that thought you could never have a girlfriend, the guy that was, you know, abused in the family, the guy that was poor, all of that is designed to help me. And it's like when I was a kid, right? So it's not like, um, it's just think about what do you talk about all the time? Like, what are you constantly talking about? Look back at your videos and that thing that you're talking about all the time. And think about who you were five, 10 years ago and how much you've grown in like something. So maybe it's in communication skills or maybe it's in a certain video game, whoever, like whatever it is, the thing that you were so obsessed with all the time and you keep talking about it just for some reason, that is what you want to build a message around. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I guess I'm kind of uh, getting what you're saying. But I guess that is actually the hardest thing to do to figure out all these kind of things and to formulate it in a way uh, that you could basically phrase it in some kind of words and in some kind of message. Uh, Because I, as an INTJ, usually view things and try to connect things together and therefore separating and differentiating things into like different kind of segments is kind of going against my own nature, because my own nature is to connect things together in order to find uh, the associations between those things and what connects them. And I guess always the hardest thing was to uh, set on something concrete and treat it like a separate thing because whenever I started with some something concrete, I see the associations and relationships and connections with other things and how interconnected those things are. And therefore, I, I then try to include those, those things, but then suddenly it gets super broad and I'm no longer focusing down. Uh, and when I try to include the factors that are influencing the one concrete thing, it always kind of it gets wider in spectrum and that is where I'm losing focus. But then when I'm trying to focus down again, I see all of the other associations, and I cannot actually cut all of the other connections and associations, because since they're related to the thing itself, then by cutting them uh, it would not be the actual kind of thing. It's like if you're trying to talk about something and try to separate it uh, away from the other things, the other factors that are influencing it, then it's actually not the real thing. It's just some kind of Artificial version of the thing if you are separating it from other factors. A concrete example on this could be, for example, when you're doing an experiment. What you want to do is to take the thing that you're experimenting on, isolate it from all of the other factors, and then have only one variable that you're changing. So you'll do one test. With the variable in it and one without it, then you compare the result. And since you were changing only one variable, you can know that the one variable caused the difference in the results that you're getting. And the thing is that we live in reality where there are so many things influencing everything. And that is why when you try to separate things and do this kind of experiments, you're not always getting the most accurate results. Because even though you may be able to say that okay, changing this variable creates this kind of difference it's not the actual representation of the reality because what you have basically uh, concluded or resulted your conclusion is actually describing uh, the element in the experiment in isolated space rather than in reality. That is why there can be Differences between the experiments, the scientific experiments that are being held, and the actual reality, um, because the experiments are isolating the thing from all of the other small factors, like that make less than one percent difference. But if there are like thousands of these that make less than one percent, then it kind of compounds and creates some kind of uh, difference from the experiment itself. Are getting what I'm trying to say?
1: i mean being completely honest you kind of lost me man but uh i mean from what from what i'm okay so from what i know about you right because obviously um and correct me if i'm wrong but i think that and this is something that i deal with too i think that you suffer from overthinking um and uh you probably have heard of that before um and correct me if i'm wrong but um that's something that i struggle with too um there's something i struggle with too I, i'm constantly analyzing but let me ask you this have you ever heard of um any one of these channels um Shane Dawson Jake Tran
0: Sunny V2 uh Shane Dawson that's the yeah uh, that's the guy with the long hair who was doing these kind of interviews and there were like controversies with him and this kind of things mm-hmm. yeah and what were the other ones
1: uh Sunny V2 and Jake Tran i think it's called Sunny V2 i'm not sure no so those are three different channels um, where they, they really analyze things. There's another one called Film Theory. Have you heard of them?
0: Uh, I believe so, yeah. He's doing yeah. like uh, analysis about uh, movies and this kind of stuff, right?
1: Right. Yes, Film Theory uh, and he has uh, a Food Theory as well, I believe. But um, those are some channels that I think you would really like. But all of them... All of those people i think they suffer from overthinking as well but you can use that to your advantage right um so if you are constantly overthinking why not make it a like a like into something that you can build off on right so analyze things right um analyze things um because i I think that's something that you do uh, uh quite often so why don't you analyze the behind the scenes of things right um you could do, um, I don't know. You could just do analysis of things. Um, obviously, you don't, you do not just go around analyzing people. Um, that um, is very uh, like disrespectful to a lot of people. However, um, like if you if you do like a, you know if you ask somebody, hey do you want me to do an analysis of your channel or something like that, or like of your videos or stuff? Like, I don't know, like something around analysis, you could do that. Um, You could have a podcast or something around analysis. I think that, I don't know. I, I feel like, cause we've had conversations before, I think uh, we were we talked about analysis or something or analyzing and you kind of lit up when I said the word analyze. So I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. What, what, what is your thoughts about that? I feel like that's kind of your heavy hitter.
0: Oh Yeah, I would agree with you on the analyzing of things. But with the analyzing things, like, it always comes down to my own perspective on things and my own biases, which may not necessarily always be true. And that is why I do not value my own analysis as much, I guess, because in a way, it's just an opinion in a way. And usually the analysis helps the person who it is analyzing it about the most because they get like outside perspective on them and since you already mentioned that analyzing other people uh is not very something that are many people like then i guess this creates the kind of paradox that uh the best thing or the thing that i would maybe be more most interested in is in giving like analysis of a person or something that they care about. And I am able to give an outside perspective on that. Maybe that they themselves may be blind to. Uh, but in a way, this is not something that is. I don't know that many people may appreciate or look for.
1: Well, let's think about that. Right. Um, So. Your YouTube channel is still in the works, so you kind of, you know, like kind of, you know, coming to grips with what your YouTube channel is about. So we're kind of fluid here. So you like to analyze, okay? And we want to be careful not to be creepy and not to analyze people. So why don't you analyze movie characters, TV shows, things like that? You're not hurting any real human beings or coming after people, but you're analyzing fictional characters. So you could think about, because you have a ton of cosplay or like a ton of figurines behind you. Analyze Star Wars characters. Analyze, make a, make a video analysis about why um, Emperor Palatine was a good guy or whatever, you know? Uh, I don't know much about Star Wars, but you could talk about why Yoda is the sexiest, you know, like a uh, Jedi warrior, you know? Like, who knows, right? You could do an analysis based on things that aren't like like human beings, you know? Yeah. Fictional characters. About I that?
0: understand I understand what you're saying, but in a way i like I always try to have some kind of purpose and something that is actually helping either me or someone else, and since I would be analyzing fictional characters they then they cannot actually use any of this in order to improve or help themselves. And oh no I no it. no,
1: no, I disagree, <laughs> no, you can definitely do. How many life lessons, dude, every single like major movie. Oh my, have you seen Frozen 2? You've seen Batman, right? Yeah. Name your favorite, uh, name your top three favorite Uh, like uh, movies.
0: Uh, I guess uh, Star Wars, Lord of Star the Wars. Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, and the third one. Uh, maybe the Marvel movies what was okay.
1: think about it right when you watch Lord of the Rings you remember Aragorn right yeah Is do you think Aragorn is weak no does Aragorn is he in touch with his emotions yes is he kind to people yes does he help the underdogs yes is he masculine yes can he fight yes you can do analysis think about that what are the things we can learn from aragon because i think aragon is a is a perfect one of the most perfect examples or a great example of good masculinity right he can fight but he also protects right he defends so you can analyze that you can edit the videos and stuff like that there's already videos about this but you can have your own perspective right um from an intj and stuff and then intjs will find you right and then you'll have a community of intjs and other uh, and so on and so forth and uh star wars right you can analyze why the sit are actually good or why they're worse than you think or things like that or like what we can learn because you think about it right you can always learn and like when it comes to like script writers and stuff like that like uh with these big things like Lord of the Rings and stuff, there's so much lore behind it that you probably know more than I do. And you can share that. And you can do analysis on that. And the people, and if you're authentic to yourself, you make content that is good for your audience, um, people, your audience will find you over time. And then you can bring on the actual like, script writers or the, the movie producers and interview them. Now, maybe you won't get Lord of the Rings right now, but if you get like a more of an indie, a a short, uh, like a small, you know, indie film, and you analyze their film, and then you ask the filmmaker, hey, I would love to uh, bring you on for an interview to see if you, um, if my analysis of your film was correct, or ask them before you do an analysis, if it's okay, and that you'd love to interview them. And what that does is it gives them a platform it promotes them but also think about it right when you have filmmakers or movie makers right or scriptwriters the amount of work that goes into making a film is huge and like the amount of lore and stuff They show this stuff, but sometimes they just want to talk about it, right? So you talk to the person who made Lord of the Rings and it's not Lord of the Rings, but like a smaller Lord of the Rings, but like you talk to the person who made like the smaller Lord of the Rings, they're going to want to, they're going to want to talk about their stuff. You know, they're going to want to literally just tell you everything and just allow you to analyze.
0: Interesting idea.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that
0: helps yeah uh okay, so I guess uh, this is a kind of uh a, a change of plans a little bit uh since I've started this uh podcast ask me ask you, where I had this kind of definite kind of a vision of how it would go, and then you just come in here and swing around with everything uh by not uh coming with questions and now basically uh, my whole idea and confidence in the podcast that i've just started is kind of um, i'm doub- doubting whether it's actually something that i should continue on uh, doing uh and also like i don't know i guess you made me really uh doubt my ideas and things so i guess in a way it's not actually something bad because What you've just done is that you came in here, uh, shared your perspective, gave me feedback on something that made me think about things, also provided some kind of possible solution to go forward. And I guess this is actually very valuable and it was also one of the reasons why I also started this podcast to actually gain like feedback of others on me. Uh, just like you did, because one of the questions that I indirectly asked, for example, Gabriel in the last one was like, what is your greatest criticism of me? And one of the things he said that maybe trying to uh, be exposed more to some kind of opposition, to challenge my ideas, to actually figure out which ones are the good ones and which ones are not the good ones, and That is basically what I even incorporated when creating this podcast. That is why I uh, wanted the guests to ask me questions. And I guess somehow formalized it in a way that it will be changing on who is asking who. But as you basically said, that maybe uh, the guests view it as a work and not something as an opportunity uh, to be doing. And I guess also when they don't know me that much, then they may not be even interested in asking me anything or hearing me answer stuff. Which is another possibility. And uh yeah, I guess uh, that you gave me a lot of stuff to actually overthink again. And on, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to continue uh this right now so it I guess uh is there something that you would uh how would I phrase it? What is your message uh, to the whole world? Do you have one? And if you have one, then what would you say to the whole world if you had the opportunity that everyone was listening to you?
1: Well, first off, I want to say, um, I'm sorry that, you know, I kind of shut down your confidence a little bit. Uh, but I think, uh, I respect you enough to, to challenge your, you know, your, your thoughts. Right. And I think that's something that you uh, would admire somebody that can challenge your, your, uh, your opinions. Right. I, I'm not here to bash you. Uh, I'm not here to, you know, like, you know, put you down. I'm here to help you, man. Like I'm, I'm here, like literally like what I just gave you, a lot of people won't tell you, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. A lot of people, they'll just read your messages and they will never respond. They won't even reply. They'll just be like, okay, move on. And I don't want you to have to go through that because believe me, that was me when I first started my channel. I was trying to grow this this message of self-improvement, of self-reliance. You know, it's like, I have this story that I need to tell the world, but it's like, nobody cared. I reached out to so many people. Nobody cared, you know? (laughs) So it's like, it's the way that you frame it is super important because at the end of the day, we all have a story, but most people don't care about how can I help this guy? Most people care about themselves. So ask me, ask you, your format, like where, you know, it's like 50, 50, I think it's, it could work, right? And you don't know until you actually do it, right? So this is still early stages for you. I could be completely wrong. And if I'm completely wrong, awesome. That means you proved me wrong, awesome. Either way, I want what's best for you, okay? My advice that I just gave you, feel free to use it if not, um, but understand like you won't really know if my advice is true until you actually try it. But feel free to try my advice, see how it works for you. Um, but like understand, I'm not here to try to shoot down your confidence. I think that you have a really good story to tell the world but you just need to work on crafting your messaging and your marketing um, and understand like you probably saw a lot of my unedited videos. I made those videos unedited. I made a hundred videos unedited over about a hundred videos unedited over the course of well over a hundred days, just so I could craft my messaging and better get better to think about how, how many videos have you made right now? Um, and like, not just like rants, like how many videos have you actually put in time to like listen and craft and script and edit after a hundred videos, once you make a hundred videos, dude, you're going to have a better understanding of who you are. And you're going to see what am I constantly talking about on these hundred videos? Like I was saying at the beginning from there, I'm telling you, dude, you will have the clearest understanding of who you are and your messaging. Because if you look back to my very first videos and all of them, are like you know, kind of taken down right now, like my very first videos compared to my most recent videos, the very core goal of helping the world is still there, but the way that I'm going about it is completely different. I don't know if that helps.
0: <laughs> <sighs> it, thing is that it's even difficult to say uh, what helps and what does not. Because sometimes the things that challenge you the most and that make you doubt yourself the most are actually the ones that enable you to grow the most. So I'm not even really sure if I can say that this is helpful or it is confusing me because in a way, I guess you can only connect the dots backwards. So right now, uh, all of the things you say, because you've just said them, I don't really know uh, how helpful they are because the value of things usually can only uh, evaluate when looking from uh, the present to the past, like uh, back to the past, Uh, because I guess that's when you can reflect on things and actually compare them to the real reality of what happened, because the thing is, when you're thinking about stuff and you're uh, daydreaming, projecting into the future, it is all based only on your theories and assumptions. So I can say that, oh, your advice was the best thing that I just received, um, but tomorrow I can just forget about it and it will not be true. Uh, So I guess the only way to actually say if what you said was valuable or not is in the retrospect, in reflections. So I guess I cannot even say if this was something helpful or not. I guess we're just going to have to see.
1: Yeah, it comes with time, but something that might be useful is to Play back this recording, see, like actually take some time to think about what I've said and really consider the message and try out the advice. Just just see if it works, right? But also something you can do, send this recording um, and the advice that I gave you on this recording, like word for word to a friend that you trust that will give you the time that will actually see it and ask them if if they think that the advice is good. And make sure it's a friend that knows what they're talking about. Okay, you don't take advice from a friend that has never had a podcast or never had a YouTube channel. So it could be Gabriel, Nina, who knows. But ask a friend that already has a successful YouTube channel or podcast that is bigger than you and maybe even bigger than me. And ask them if my advice is true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope this helps, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not here to try to bash you. I'm not here to try to you know take you down. I'm just, I want to help. I'm, I'm trying to help you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Anything else?
0: Uh, I'm. Uh, I guess I'm kind of speechless. So I'm not really sure of what to say. How to, how to continue. Yeah. Uh, I- and uh, actually tomorrow I have already scheduled, uh, the next interview. And nice. since, uh, you just gave me this kind of feedback, yeah. I'm not really sure whether to change some things or what to change and how to actually proceed with this or uh, when it's already, uh, tomorrow. So
1: who are you interviewing?
0: Uh, Eric Thor.
1: Okay. What does he do?
0: Uh, he's uh, a YouTuber on, uh, MBTI and psychology. He's talking about these things.
1: Okay. How big is he?
0: Uh, 30,000 subscribers, I think.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, do you know what his, uh, MBTI type is?
0: Um, he had this kind of thing where he was, uh, questioning, uh, but I guess, uh, he settled on INFJ. He started as INFJ. Other people were saying he's mistype, but in the end, uh, he, Kind of uh, resulted or concluded on the INFJ. Got you. Um,
1: how about this? Take some time to rewatch this, uh, like low call here, um, and remember, th- my advice is just advice, right? Um, I could be completely wrong. I'm not. I'm not the world's best expert. I could be completely wrong, but just try out try out your strategy, and if your strategy works better for you. Awesome, because you don't have to do what I tell you to do. Because you know I'm a dating relationships coach. I'm not a, punk. but like um, see, if, just to try it out. You know, like there's there's no harm in trying. Um, try your strategy, try my strategy if you want. It's completely up to you. You know, like you don't have to do my strategy. You know, like that's in my videos. I constantly tell you, be you. Don't be me. Be you. Be the best version of yourself. So, I mean, hell, if you can make a YouTube channel that's bigger than mine and more successful than mine fuck it, you know, do it, you know, it's not about, it's, it's not about just following Chung's advice on every single thing, you know, cause I don't know everything. Yeah. And ask Eric about my advice, if you want, at the end of the call, be like, Hey, I just had a quick question. What did you think of about the way that I reached out to you? You know, like, is there a better way that I could reach out to people in the future or, you know, like literally you can ask him that. And then see what he says. You're not even asking him if my advice is yours. just asking him how you can improve your messaging. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I thought like I kind of lost you.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Now I guess so we're already reaching like a one hour mark soon. So no, I'm kind of all around the place right now, I will need to go uh, watch this like multiple times to actually get down on the ideas and overthink about everything uh, nah. so... <laughs> do you do you write down in a journal uh I do something different. I do visual journaling, so basically I don't write down by writing. I every day have like a picture where I include the images and things that happened to me and that I basically use as a visual kind of storage of information because the thing is you can read much faster by looking at images than by reading through text because if you write one page whenever you want to read what what's in there you need to read line by line but image you can absorb and read as a whole just by looking at it in less than a second so that's why i'm kind of doing this kind of visual thing
1: yeah I've never heard of that, but I mean, if it works for you, awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, like my advice is just advice, dude. I, I I don't know everything. So it, it's just advice, man. Like, don't let me just completely change your strategy. Like, like, do whatever you have to do for you. But um, like, how are you on the course right now? Because I, uh, we haven't had our uh, first mentorship call yet. So um, when do you want to schedule that in?
0: I think I went through on the videos that uh you've posted and i'm not really sure if i even have anything uh to ask you specifically uh, because i believe it may be actually way too early to have this kind of call uh yeah so And since, but, uh... since we had the discovery call uh, quite recently it's not even a week i didn't really have that amount of time to actually implement what you're saying Uh, so this is why i guess it would be more valuable or better to not to try to go into the next call immediately because we will not be able to discuss any kind of results since there was no time to actually gain any results with the advice that you uh told me last time what do you think about this
1: i got you yeah so yeah let's let's have a call let's aim for next week just schedule it whenever you're ready uh, i think you have the link um but uh, just uh let's have a call next week let's aim for that um but yeah i've updated uh quite a few videos uh, when's the last time you checked the course
0: uh, two days ago i think
1: okay i i just updated uh a video or two last night uh, and i'm gonna keep up updating them as uh, as i go but uh yeah um a lot of the videos are already uh, filmed, obviously not all of them, um, but a lot of them have been up there. So I don't know if you've watched all of them, but go ahead and uh, look through. Um, but really the, the mentorship calls, um, and I'm not really promoting the course too much right now because it's still like super early access is still being built out. but like. The Mentorship Calls, it's designed for me to personally help you with exactly whatever you're dealing with, right? So it doesn't have to be necessarily you're asking me a question, but rather you just tell me what you're currently working on and I'll kind of give you my advice on how it can help you with the three pillars. Good looks, social skills, social proof, confidence, charisma. Any of those three things, um, or like healthy relationships stuff, but really if it's social skills, confidence, charisma, how to talk to people all of that helps you in developing healthy healthy relationships so on the mentorship calls um you know we can just talk about whatever but let's aim for a call um next week um and yeah let's aim for a call next week check on the course uh update like ask me any questions uh via text if you have them um but yeah man just keep doing what you're doing um best of luck with the interview tomorrow man Like, I hope, I really hope I didn't shoot down your confidence too much today, man. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you, man.
0: Yeah. So I guess, uh, I have one last question for you. Like, why did you decide to come here and what were your expectations and how was it compared to how it actually happened?
1: Why
0: did
1: I decide to come on the interview today with you? Yeah. I just
0: want to help you out. And I guess the reason why I actually decided to came, uh, was because we already had this kind of relationship with the discovery call that i signed up for a course on these kind of things so i guess I guess if uh someone else just asked randomly uh to come uh, on their podcast to talk about stuff like uh would you do the same or or not
1: i probably wouldn't i just don't have the time for it okay yeah i mean kind of like i was saying earlier i like dude i i should be asleep right now like i don't know I, I was like at the doctor's today so it's like you know like i literally got home i was driving four hours today and i was like i gotta be home so i can help this dude out so it's like yeah i i just if somebody else was to uh, like invite me to a, a podcast where um it was like i had to bring the questions and stuff i just i wouldn't come on a podcast it just it, it would be a waste of time for me yeah so i'm just i'm just trying to help you out brother
0: okay So I guess, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, we can just end this thing. Uh, I will go have a look at it and yeah, I guess, uh, thanks for coming by and uh, that's it.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, but you're good. Your feelings aren't too hurt. I'm trying so hard not to hurt your feelings.
0: (laughs) Uh, I I believe that it's not about the feelings. It's more about like, my strategy and these kind of things. Because what what I usually do is that when I, throw the day, get overwhelmed with too much information, and I cannot process it as quickly, and then for the rest of the day, I'm kind of more or less confused or all, of the, all over the place. And then when I take a shower and think about all of the things, then on the next day, I am um, more, like, uh, focused or aligned or have a clear mind, so I guess uh, since observing this this pattern, it is not something that I would be very worried about right now. I guess I just have to uh, think about all of the things.
1: I got you, yeah. Um, yeah. Do what you gotta do. Um, and remember, you know, keep keep doing you, man. Keep keep uh, keep leveling up. Keep improving yourself. And, uh, if you keep working on this podcast, man, I, am very confident that it's going to go very high places, man. Just keep, just keep up the work and, uh, keep improving, dude. You got this party.
0: Okay. See you.
1: All right. Have a good day. Bye.
0: To learn more about Chunk, make sure to visit his channel, AMQF Dating and Relationships. So things obviously didn't go as planned, but is it actually good or is it something bad? Because in a way, things will never go exactly as you plan, and you will always encounter situations where suddenly you will get punched in the face, and your plan will no longer be relevant. And I guess uh, this was so one of those kind of punches where I was completely off balance because I had some kind of vision of how this interview should go, but it didn't go uh, that way and one of the things that Chunk said uh, I took very seriously and it was the thing of trying to make the podcast more conversational and not be uh, so focused on making the guest bring half of the questions just like uh, Chunk said that it may seem more like a work than a benefit so that is why with my next interview with Eric Thor I try to do it more conversational kind of interview and if you're curious about how it went I guess you better go and listen to it because here's uh, a short clip of uh, how it went
2: Who are you? Why did you decide to start this podcast? Like what kind of people are you looking to meet? It almost sounds like you have an ideology around questions or a philosophy around it. Like where does uh, that idea come from?
0: What would be your perspective on the question on the meaning of life?
2: I've been thinking about this question my whole life.
0: <laughs> so can you tell me more about Flowcode, what it is and how you do, do define it and how can it help you?
2: Let's uh, try to talk about personality psychology. From the perspective of what values we have, what interests we have, and what gives us energy and what motivates us, the flow code is really uh, that.
0: Values are very important, like do you have any kind of suggestions on on how people can come to find them or better define them or gain clarity on them? The
2: number one thing I do say is if you have no idea, if you're absolutely lost, you know, I have no idea what I want, I have no idea about anything. Uh, just go out and do anything. Honestly, just uh, try whatever, you know. So I wonder are you a person that uh, uh, changes very quickly and uh, would you say that you're a person that uh, finds it easy to adjust your behavior or learn things? My question is, uh, do you think that uh, if you would limit yourself to only thinking in words, you wouldn't be able to be as creative? Uh, and uh, you need images and symbols and charts and visuals uh, in order to be truly creative. That that makes me curious because um, I've thought a lot about visual spatial intelligence in the past.
0: You know, I, would you also say that you're a person that uh, doesn't think in words? Uh, so I guess uh, uh, do you have any kind of uh, closing thoughts? This was a fascinating discussion uh, and. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you
2: made me think about several things, Uh, justice, visual, spatial intelligence. Uh, So I'm gonna think about those things and uh, yeah, I hope we can have more discussions like this in the future.